Welcome back to True Patriot Ministries. I'm Chris Holgramson. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the work of the Holy Spirit. But before we get into that, I just want to take a minute and talk about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I want this to be clear to everyone that there is indeed a baptism in the Holy Spirit, and it is scriptural. So if you go to Luke chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 21 through 22. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily form like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So in this situation, we see Jesus had already been baptized. He had come out. He was praying. And after praying or during prayer, then the Holy Spirit falls on him in the likeness of a dove. And then we see God the Father speak to Jesus the Son. So to me, that's clearly a baptism, a second baptism. So a baptism in the Holy Spirit. So in Acts chapter 19, verses 4 through 7, we'll see this again. Now, Paul says, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people that they should believe in the one coming after him, that is, in Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them, then the Holy Spirit came on them. And they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. There were about 12 men in all. Again, we see here, first they were baptized in the name of Jesus. And then he laid hands on them and they received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit came on them as well. Glory to God. That's good. So what are the benefits or two benefits, I should say, of the spirit of baptism one is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and uh, that is for bearing fruit. So when you're baptized in Jesus, the Holy Spirit indwells you, and he helps you to produce fruit, right? The other is the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and that is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and that's for service. And we'll see here, when we start looking at the works of the Holy Spirit, what that means. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 11. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to everyone for the common good. To one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues and to yet another the interpretation of tongues. But that one and very same Spirit works all these, dividing to each one individually as he will. And that Spirit is the Holy Spirit. Now concerning prayer language, let's look at this. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verses 26-27, and we see here it says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. For he who speaks, excuse me, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. 
for he who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him, although in the spirit he speaks mysteries. So we see here that he intercedes for us, the Holy Spirit, part of the work of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. That's our prayer language. That's him giving us utterance, speaking out the mysteries of God according to the will of God. Right? It's not according to our will. We don't know what we're praying out, but God does. And so that's that's how he's working with us with our prayer language, and it's really special. Um, now, for me, uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit, I was awkward. I was shy. Uh, I received a word. I didn't receive a language. And uh, over time, that word grew as I became more and more comfortable with my prayer language, and, and my prayer language grew. And so nowadays, I can I can be in prayer uh, or I can be in conversation and I can go right over into tongues without even thinking about it. It just happens subconsciously. Uh, the Holy Spirit just takes over and he, he's got a place for me to go with prayer. So he takes me there through uh, utterance, right? Through tongues. And as far as the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, the ones that I've experienced, and, and everybody will experience different ones, different ways. Uh, as he said, he gives to each as he chooses. So for me, I've had an experience with word of wisdom uh, and word of knowledge, and I've had a, had experiences with supernatural faith. And so those things, I cherish those. I honor those. For me, it's a gift. Um, glory to God. It's special. It's precious. And I know that, uh, I, like I said, I cherish them. It, it doesn't happen every time, all the time. It doesn't happen when I will it. It happens when the Holy Spirit wills it. He's the one that will manifest it in my life. And when he does, it's manifested in my life for a purpose. There's a work that goes with it. And uh, according to God, it's a good deal. It really is. It's, it's, I, I don't even know how to say it. It just, I love it. I love God with all my heart, all my soul, all my, my strength, right? And, and this is one of the gifts through the Holy Spirit that he manifests in my life occasionally. And I cherish that. It's, it's a blessing. So, hey, I hope you've enjoyed today's message. It's a brief one. It's a good one. There is a baptism in the Holy Spirit. If you have problems with that, hey, go back to Hebrews chapter 5. Read the tail end of chapter 5 and the beginning of chapter 6 in Hebrews. You will see in there that, that Jesus, um, that, excuse me, that Paul is speaking about the, the milk. And he's talking about the elementary principles of Christ and the, the baptisms, multiple baptisms, is part of that. That's part of the milk. So we need to get over ourselves. We need to, to know and to understand that there is multiple kinds of baptisms. Uh, I count, you can count three or you can count four, depending on how you break it down. Um, I've heard people call it three. I've heard people call it four. I've never heard less, never heard more. Okay. So God bless you. Hope you've enjoyed this today and we will see you again soon.